Welcome, everybody, to the next episode of Chiefs Focus First and Ten. You are here with JP and Caleb. What's up, brother? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty damn good. That's uh, good. Got a good game coming up, man. So yes, we do. Yes, we do. What you uh, what you thinking right now? I heard some no. I heard some uh, chatter today. So yeah, man. As everyone knows, the Chiefs are playing the Saints this Sunday, three twenty-five CT time. Yeah. I think it's going to be a really good game, regardless of Hill, Taysom Hill, or Drew Brees is going to be starting. As today, Adam Schefter reported this morning that Drew Brees is active for the game. But I believe Drew Brees is only going to be coming in for certain plays. He's going to possibly only be at a pitch count. And this is going to be depending on how the game goes. Now, if the game is close, they might pull Brees in. But hey, if the Chiefs are blowing him out of the water, they just might put Taysom Hill just for experience. But either way, this is going to be a great game. And a great test for both our defense and our offense. Our offense, because the Chiefs are going to get to one of the top five defenses in the league. So it's going to let us to see how we rank up against them. Which I think our offense will, can be pretty much be anyone. Now yeah, our defense, Michael Thomas is not playing. But they got Alvin Kamara and a bunch of other playmakers on that team that helps them continue to be productive every single week. I think everyone remembers Emmanuel Sanders, who was on the 49ers. He, in the offseason, went to the Saints. So the Chiefs are going to be going against that offense. So I think our defense is going to have an a interesting time trying to figure out what they're going to do. Because, you know, Spaz like to do, likes to dial up blitzes. So this is a game that shows us what the Chiefs defense is really made of against a top five team in the NFL. I agree. I think, um, you know, with the absence of Michael Thomas and, you know, they put. I think they put out an injury list. I didn't get to see the whole thing. I did see that I know he was one of the key players that mm-hmm. was out. And... You know, he's uh, he's a pretty big player, you know, for them to lose. Um, oh, he hasn't played yeah. much this year at all. Yeah. So, I mean, I figure I look at it like, if, you know, <clears throat> I would rather us play their team, um, you know, as a, as a complete team. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the same aspect, it is what it is. You know, you, we're not going to be complete either. So, um it just kind of it's one of those things where you think okay well you got no michael thomas you probably won't have drew Brees. i think yeah he's active but mm-hmm. um well i have I an injury report right now if i'm going to say it yeah i see some of them go ahead yeah so basically yeah what it is is michael thomas he uh isn't playing um they got a defensive tackles out an offensive guard is out um they got a, another wide receiver deontay harris who is questionable Pretty much that looks like everyone else on their team is going to play. Um, when you look at the Chiefs, I mean, the only person really is out is Darwin Thompson, Damian Wilson, and then Mike Rimmers, who is doubtful. So and Eric Fisher is questionable, but we're hearing that he's most likely going to start. Let me start play. So there's a good yeah. chance. Like, there's, yes, there's injuries on both sides. But this is where you see what your guys in the uh, second and third strings are made of. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be... Um... It's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, I think I, with, you know, given the Saints track record um, with playing, you know, high profile teams or elite teams, which we have, they, you know, or, or which we are, I should say, um, they tend to somewhat turn it on and then also they, they tend to get very irritated. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I've noticed with them is that, especially on the defensive side of the ball, you know, it's it's extremely 
hard for anybody to stop the Chiefs' offense. It's extremely so hard. It is. So their defense is going to be frustrated probably after the first, second quarter. Um, I can see some some issues with that as far as their defense is concerned because they do throw like to throw some punches and yank people around yep. when they're not real happy and you know <clears throat> Cam Jordan is kind of uh, famous for that too and it's just going to be one of those things you know that he's one of those guys that you know you can compare players with and he you know not just him but other players on their or I should say on their defense mm-hmm. um, have issues in that realm um so I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. I think we're going to see our defense step up in a way that they did last week, to be honest with you. But okay. I, I think it's going to be a little stronger. Um, I, I think the defense is actually, you know, we, we always tend to turn it up at the end of the season, especially when it comes to crunch time. And right now we're still leading the number one seed situation. And we want to keep that. I, I mean, regardless, the buy, you know, Andy, Andy Reid is – great after a bye and we want to keep it that way he's only lost i think three games in his career after a bye so i would like to keep that streak going um we would love to have that bye and and go into the playoffs you know rested and be able to come out and Mm -hmm. just play our game i think a lot you know I've, i've gotten questions about numerous times now about who um we're gonna play in the playoffs who can we beat? Who you know? It's one question after another. You know that that the, the playoffs are a toss-up right now. Well, I Nobody got a, knows. I, I got your answer, JP. What's that? Chiefs fans, take it one week at a time and enjoy the ride. Exactly. We know that Chiefs can beat about almost every single team in this league. Just take it at a time, week to week to week. I know everyone wants to shoot for the Super Bowl already, but I'm telling you, it's more worth it when you're living in the moment now and thinking about who they're playing this week. Don't exactly. push two, three weeks down the line because you, we've seen when the Chiefs do this themselves, what ends up happening is that they end up having a game where they had against the Chargers at the beginning of the year. They're yeah. looking ahead to the Ravens. They only yep. scored, what, 13, no, 16, 13, 16 points? Well, they really should have blew, blew them out. Yeah. So just, guys, take it <clears> in stride one week at a time. This team is the way it's looking. They can go to another Super Bowl. But as yeah. always, we're at, take it one step at a time because – this season will be over. It can be over just like that. Instant. Yeah. Just yeah. anything can happen. And coronavirus has looked, made it seem it can happen even quicker. So yeah. just take it, as I said, I know I said it many times, take it one week at a time and enjoy the ride because you're going to remember this championship run for the rest of your lives. Correct. And, you know, talking about coronavirus, you know, they took Al Michaels out of the Sunday night game. Oh, they um, did? Yeah, because not because he has corona, because of safety precautions because of his age. So he's not going to be announcing with mm. first time. He's, you know, not really, um, or he's ever been pulled from a game. I should say, um, it has nothing to do with his abilities or anything else. It's just the fact that it's a safety precaution for him. Mm. So, uh, you know, the stuff's real and you, you don't know who's going to end up with it. Who isn't, you know, it's yeah. just kind of one of those things. So it take out whole teams. So and and that's know, the I, thing that Chiefs don't want. So you got to look what happened to the Ravens. Every week. Yeah. yeah. Look, look what just happened to the Ravens. I mean, there was a report that came out that somebody passed away from Corona that played for the Ravens. And I, I don't know who it was. I didn't get to see it. Oh, uh, I it's <clears> that, uh, it was a, uh, he used to play a back a while ago, but he was like 28, 29 or something like that. I think he was so, 29 years old. I think so. Yeah. 
I think so, that's what it was. But yeah, it just shows yeah. you it can just come in a, a moment's notice. Exactly, and you don't know who it's going to take out and who it isn't. You know, it's been kind of funny listening to all the and watching all the stuff on Twitter about Lamar Jackson and you know his mid-game um, Hershey squirt run and all the other stuff that they you know they wanted to talk about. I don't mm-hmm. know what what caused him to leave the field. Um, Honestly, I really thought don't. It was cramps. Yeah, the way he I was mean, running didn't seem right. It was kind of funny because there were some kind of high-profile people, even some players that were writing him about it. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy said, I can't remember exactly who the player was, but he said um, something about, you know, he had tacos, give me some tips. I mean, it was kind of funny, you know, I mean, just mm-hmm. little things like that. Oh, I, yeah. You know, he, he blamed it on, he said that, you know, he thinks 100% that it's um, reactions from COVID. Yeah, and I mean, I wouldn't body... doubt that. He was, he, they said he sleep, slept almost every single day. Yeah. Your body's not used to doing all that. He's burning much more water weight basically than water's being drained in the system. Of course, he's going to get cramps. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I understand I mean, completely. And it hit him really hard compared to other players because he's not asymptomatic. So, mm-hmm. um, he, he had it rough. You know, he even said it. He said, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. So, it, it, it you're right. I mean, it can happen to any player at any time. I mean, you know, we still got, basically two days before the game and or you know close to two days and uh you don't know who's gonna test positive and who isn't you know you don't know exactly what's so a- anything is possible man yeah is, anything is possible 100 percent. now i know you know everybody somebody mentioned mahomes getting i don't remember who it was somebody mentioned on twitter mahomes getting covid or could get covid or whatever and um i know that he is doing everything possible to keep himself 100% safe because he's got a pregnant fiance and he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's already <laughs> one of the most wise, mature, well beyond his years individuals I've seen in a yeah. long time. And mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to do anything to jeopardize himself or his unborn child or his fiance <clears throat> for that matter. But you don't know about any other player for that matter. You don't know anything. So, uh, I know that there was some issues with the Saints and COVID. There's been issues with a lot of teams. We've been lucky, thank God, that we haven't had as many issues with this. Yeah, um, nothing has really spread. Exactly. So they're doing the right thing. Um, right now I see, you know, I do see us winning this game. Um, it was a great loss for the Raiders last night, by the way. It was. That was a great that loss. Out there. Um, Herbert did a hell of a job. I got that kid... Man, <laughs> he's going to be a force. I'm telling you, that kid's going to be something. Oh, Mahomes and Herbert's going to be the great division rival we're going to have. I think the, so, the too. The Chargers can step it up. Yeah, everybody talked about, you know, it was going to be Lamar Jackson. It was going to be this guy. It was going to be that Drew Locke. You know, it's all these other guys that were in the league. The only two players right now, in my opinion, that are the top two quarterbacks in the league right now is Mahomes and yeah. Deshaun Watson. So then you throw in Herbert in the mix that is basically playing with – a team that is not so great. I mean, in a lot of aspects, they need help. I don't think it's all Anthony Lynn. Everybody wants to blame him for it. It's not. No, him. it's it's a collective <clears throat> group, in my opinion. I think so too. The same things when you're looking at the Chiefs. When we see the see the Chiefs losing in 2017, it was a collective group. I'm sorry, collective yep. effort on how they lost. Every week, they'd be something. Either offense couldn't do nothing, the defense was spot on, or the defense was spot off, was off, and the offense was spot on. I mean. It just yeah. shows you anything could happen. But the one constant, the one variable we always had that was always, always, week in and week out, which was good on our team was the special teams. Dave Toe 
has always helped, the Chiefs have a top 10 special teams unit. Yeah. I don't think I see any other special teams unit have much, as much talent as, as we've had in the last few years. No, no, and not at I'm all. I'm surprised he hasn't got a head coaching job, which is understandable. But why, but why would he want to leave when you have Crash Mahomes as your quarterback? He's been I offered mean, him. But yeah, he yeah, never he wanted to leave. Offered, yeah, he got offered by the Colts and he didn't go. But it just shows you that, hey, man, we got some top coaches at every position. Yeah. Yep. So at every and we, we, and, you know, we score on, you know, I think the last three games, we've scored on all three phases of the ball. And that's something that a lot of teams can't do. Mm. You know, we've scored on, you know, special teams. We scored on offense and on defense other than maybe last week. But the prior three games, we had basically scored on all three of our mm. phases of the ball. And yeah. that right there is a big, huge boost when you when you're able to score everywhere you know in different aspects you don't have to rely on just your offense or just you know maybe god forbid it's just your defense like some teams right now are just living on defense you know yeah. and you know they always used to say and it's still to to a degree true you know defenses win championships but that's not always the case now because you have some like i mean get our defenses i think ranked 16th or 17th right now overall but yet, our defense is so good, or good enough, that complements an elite offense that we have that mm-hmm. no one else has. That's all oh, we yeah. needed. That's all we needed. We needed a, a top, top 20 or better. That's, that's it. Yeah, big, top 15, top 20, that's all we need. Yeah. And that just shows us what we are able to do. Yeah. But about the Saints game, man, are there any matchups that you see that's, that you would like to maybe look into? Who is there, that corner that they're always talking about that's supposed to be so good, and I can't is think of it, his name. Um, my mind. Janoris Jenkins? Yes. I, I want to see who they put him on, I guess more than anything. Because he ain't, I'm telling you now, he's not going to be able to put Tyreek Hill in any kind of position. He's just not. Um, if any, And if anything, I mean, they may put him on, if Sammy's out there, you know, a lot. They may put him on Sammy a little bit. They may put him on McColl. They mm-hmm. hell, who knows what? The, but I'd like to see who they're going to match up against Tyreek right now. That's what I want to see. Because in my opinion, I'm tired of hearing. I mean, I saw another stat the other day about these top wide receivers in the league, and Tyreek Hill, of course, wasn't one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they had everybody else in there, but they didn't have him. They had what's his face from the Chargers. It's injured right now. Um, they didn't really play much at all last night. Uh, what's his name? That receiver. Um, oh, uh, Keenan Allen. Yeah. Um, you know, the most reliable receiver in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I, it's great that you can run routes and it's great that you can catch a ball here and there, but there's nobody in this league that defenses are more scared of than Tyreek Hill. He puts the fear of God in every defense out there, every team out there, well, anybody that has to clean. play him. Uh-huh. Well, he's a complete wide receiver. Yeah. He can do everything. He can be in the slot. He can be wide receiver one, wide receiver two. He can be the running back. He can throw the ball. We've seen him block J.J. Watt before. I mean, he can really do everything that the Chiefs need to do on offense. Exactly. He's that great of a player. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just get tired of him being shunned because he's just so dynamic in everything he does. I mean, he's a running back. He's a, he's a wide receiver. He's a punt returner. He's, you know... There's nothing he can't do, and he runs routes 
okay, when you can get to thir- 17 or 13 miles an hour in one second, I don't care who you are. That's stupid. And then to make, he makes people miss on a just amazingly simple moves. But for him, because of his speed and his bursts and the way he can maneuver his body, there's not a DB or a safety or a safety or a, a DB or a corner out there that can really contain him. I mean, I, I got to say that, you know, he did get one pass knocked down by um, what's his face with Miami. Um, that guy that we were, everybody oh, wanted us to see. Yeah. He's um, good. He's, he's damn good. good. He's very and that good. would be a touchdown for, for Tyreek, but hey, man, that, that that happens, unfortunately. But we it know does. the Chiefs will adjust next game. Yeah, definitely. Um, and it looks like, you know, they are going to be missing some key players with the Saints. Our offensive line is not doing the greatest right mm-hmm. now. I mean, in my opinion, they're just How not. How do you propose they fix that? Well, I got to be honest, man. They're going to have to... They're doing their job right now as far as trying out other players that they have on the roster at this moment. But I think they're going to have to go into the draft and fix this problem because there's nobody out there really that they're going to be able to go and pick up. I mean, they may be able to pick up somebody, but we don't... There's so much talent coming out of out of the college out of college teams right now that, and with the way Brett Veach does things, we can go into the draft and pick up a bunch of O linemen that can adapt fairly quickly. In my well, opinion, a lot of Chiefs mock drafts said that the Chiefs will be taking a lineman in the first round. Yeah, so I think it's that. very possible. But yeah. you never know. Veach has been one to not go by those uh, mock drafts and just kind of do his own thing. And it isn't working out. But what I'm more interested to see Lucas Nyang come up on the team next year and see how well he does because yeah. he's an immo- an immovable object. And I can't wait to see Clyde Edwards-Helaire run behind him because that guy is a beast. He I is. mean, we're gonna have. I think next year the run game is gonna be a lot better. Oh, now I, I know so JP too. and I have talked on this channel. No, I'm sorry, this podcast many times. I brought up the point a couple weeks ago how Damian Daryl Williams looked like our best runner. And the only reason why I said that is because he actually hit the hole. And we the other running backs we have, they kind of just like dance around. They don't only really hit the hole. So when you hit the hole, you're able to actually get more yards. Do you still agree with that statement? I do. The one thing that I can say is this. You know, our offensive line right now, is they can open up a hole, but it's a very tight window. Okay, so it's the hole's not open for very long. So it's like these guys, our our running backs that have been here for a little bit are able to burst through those tiny windows that they have. And I'm tired of hearing people say that, you know, Bell's a rental and Bell's this and Bell's that. You know, the whole bullshit story that went around last week about him bitching about playtime. He never complained about playtime. That had absolutely nothing to do with his tweet. And it's getting old. You know, it's getting very old. So... Our offensive line is not accustomed to a running back like Bell. He has or been Clyde, positive. Like. Or Clyde, really, yeah. Now, he... The guy is very patient, a very patient runner. But he, other than maybe one or two plays that he's been out there, he's only been negative on maybe one or two plays. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, you know, I mean, he had 13, 17 uh, snaps in one game. I think he had 23 in another game. The week that all this bull crap came out about him complaining about playtime, I think he had three or four snaps. But it's not a matter of him. It's not him that's causing this. And that's what everybody has to understand. I don't know of any offensive line right now 
that can take a runner like Bell and just immediately adapt to him. Well, it it's not going to happen. Time. It's it going to take all, time. It's going to take time. And our offensive line has been shuffled around all year long between injuries and everything else. The people that we lost, you know, we, we our offensive line is struggling immensely and they don't understand that right now we're just trying to keep Mahomes protected and then trying to learn how to open up a lane for Bell and run, you know, keep a lane open for Bell so he can follow behind that 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 O lineman mm-hmm. because that's what he's used to doing. He lets the O lineman lead him through a hole and then he breaks free. I think you're going to see him break out fairly soon, and when he does, it's going to be great. Could the now, Saints be game be one of them? I think it could be. I think it could be because they're going to need against a defense like that. They are going to need every weapon they have to be able to get be out on that field and throw everybody off. And we can do that. I I don't, I don't have any doubt in my mind that we can do that, but bell may be one of the answers to the saints. And I think during the, the rest of the season going into the playoffs, you're going to see bell a lot more. And I think you're going to see him during the playoffs. And if, I'm not going to say if when the Super Bowl hits, because I am that confident that we're going to be the AFC Super Bowl team. Um, I think you're going to see a lot more of Bell, but it go it's a twofold thing because okay, so say he doesn't play this much this year. Just say I'm completely wrong, and they keep him, you know, somewhat, you know, three, four, five, ten, fifteen plays a game all the way through the Super Bowl. That actually helps us. In a lot of ways, because one, not too many teams out there are going to offer him a ton of money because he, they don't know what he's going to be able to do. Mm-hmm. That's true. And that would help us keep retain him. And I don't care what any Chiefs fan wants to say right now. I want him back here next year because I think he, between him and Clyde, that's a mean ass one, two punch. And if our offensive line can come together, they are going to be, unstoppable with those two guys on the field. I don't know what's going to happen with Damian Williams. I really don't. I think they'll bring him back, and I think we're going to see the loss of maybe somebody else. Hopefully it's not Bell. But yeah, who is it? Will it, be, it will have to be Daryl or Darwin Thompson. And I got a feeling it's going to be Thompson, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, and I know it's just going to end up being him. But we need Bell. I think he's great as in a wide receiver set. I think he's really he's he's going to be a phenomenal player for us for next. If he sticks around, he could be the answer to a lot of different scenarios that we can put ourselves in, and schemes we can put ourselves in for the next couple of years going forward. And again, we don't know who's going to be who's not going to be. I mean, we just had three or four different wide receivers visit us over the last week so you know the Chiefs are looking ahead right now for next year because they don't know who's coming back who who is or isn't coming back I mean I I personally don't know if Sammy's going to come back next year I got a strange feeling he's not Um, especially if we go to the Super Bowl so yeah and I think that's what he's going to do I don't think it's a matter of him wanting to go to another team or anything like that I think it's a matter of just his body is telling him Okay, I've been in the league now seven years, and I've been injured for seven years. Yeah. And it's like he's 
phenomenal when he's on the field, and I would love to see him be healthy, but I don't want to see him play because he's just wants to be out there and then ends up in a wheelchair because he yeah. can't walk. I don't want to see that happen to the guy. You know, I mean, there's nothing worse than being 50 years old and not being able to walk great every day. And believe me, I know what it's like. I wake up every day and I am sore every day. It takes me a good hour before I'm feeling good enough to be able to walk. And I don't take pills and I don't do all the crap that people do because I've had all these broken bones and everything that's happened to me. But I don't want to see him end up like that. I don't want to see him end up like me. And I've, I didn't play football. This is just my life, you know, ha- things that happened in my life. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's it's a scary thought to think, okay, yeah, it's great. I've got millions of dollars. But what good is it if I can't enjoy it at 30 years old? That's true. You know. Football's one crazy game. It will mess up your body with injuries. It really will. You know, let's talk about one thing that went on last night during that that Raiders game and I want your opinion on this as well I watched and we talk about this every week on the show but last night was like almost the epitome of how horrible horrible some of these ref, ref crews are there was so many plays last night that were missed or so many penalties that were missed on both sides mainly on the Raiders side but regardless it was the the penalties that the Raiders had during that game holding penalties there was one that was an absolute pass interference and they let that one go it's one thing after another after another it's getting old they have to do something to fix this issue with the officials because it is not working and last night is the first time I've seen them in a long time uh, execute a double penalty, which they did. Yeah, I've of- never seen that before. I was like, how do you get a, a penalty that go that um, causes a – what was it called? They basically called two pass interference and a personal foul. I, I've never seen that before. I was really confused. Well, it happens because within within when you're in overtime, you they can impose both penalties. And if the pass interference is also, or if the roughing the passer is with the same player, I should say, and causes pass interference, they can call both, both of them by the NFL rules. They can call them both. Okay. Did I think that was necessary? Yeah. On that play, it definitely was. That was the one that I can say they got right. I mean, they got a, you know, they, they got a face mask on him. And then of course the pass interference. The face mask caused the pass interference, so yeah, they're going to get both penalties. So you got a spot foul, and then you got 15 yards on top of that. That was the only call that I can honestly say last night was actually a legitimate, real call, because there was a ton of petty ones, and there were some they just completely blew off. At this point, when it comes to fishing, I don't care at this point. Because it just shows me that the, a lot of these officials struggle at calling basic calls that us fans can see in New York can't even catch these penalties. And it's just frustrating to a fan because they're like, what are we supposed to do? Because you guys aren't talking about it. The, what needs to happen is officials need to have a mandatory press conference after the game and answer why they, have, why they did stuff wrong. We have it for the players. We have it for the coaches. It needs to be for the officials. I've been saying it for a while, man. I mean, I, like I said, Since the NFL committee needs... They should have to 
answer questions on why they didn't do certain calls. Well, think about it, dude. You know, going back to 2018, I mean, I've said this for two years now. They need to penalize these refs just as much as they do the players. Because if the refs are not going to call it, I mean, they make enough money. Well, unfortunately, what it looks like is that officials in every sport are put above the sport. So they're basically, you can't really question what they do. Um. I agree, but it's getting to a point now where they have to figure something out. And, you know, like I said, I watched this not in this – well, was it our last game we played or the game before? Game before. They walked up to Miami's uh, wide receiver, and they said – a ref did. And he goes, hey, bro, how you doing? He says, man, I'm good. How are you? He says, I'm good. Anything you need tonight – the ref. This is the ref saying this. You need anything tonight, you just let me know. Well, their cornerbacks aren't that great, so just watch out for them. Oh, you got it, bro. I got your back. What the hell was that? How are you <laughs> going to have a ref walk up to a player and say, I got your back, and if you need anything, just let me know? I'm sorry, but that's wrong, man. Um, absolutely wrong in every way. Uh, I, I don't get it. I don't understand. I just don't get it. And look, if you're going to sit here and tell me that all of these refs in this league are not fans or weren't brought up as fans, it's bullshit. Because that's another story that I heard from an NFL official one time out of New York. Uh, not an official, but a, a, a front office guy in New York. He said, well, you know, we try to pick guys that weren't, weren't brought up in cities with NFL teams. Okay, well, you know what? That means zero because guys in Iowa, Nebraska, uh, Kansas, all around us, Oklahoma are Kansas City Chiefs fans. Okay, so that doesn't help. There, it, it, Vegas didn't have uh, a team until last year. So, I guess it was last year, a year before, whatever. So, uh, just because, of, I mean, the, the guys from Vegas were fans for the Chargers, the Broncos, the Rams, Oakland. Uh, there's there's people all, because Vegas is a transplant town. Yeah, I mean, every, about 20, everyone's a fan of everything. Yeah, and about 20% of the people that live in Las Vegas weren't born here. I mean, we're actually, 20% were born here, I should say. The other 80% were transplants from somewhere else. So I'm a transplant. I moved from Kansas City. You know, uh, everybody I meet that's under the age of 50 are from somewhere else. Now, and I've been here seven years now, and I've honestly, I can honestly say that I think I've met three people in this city that were born here that were over the age of 50. So... It's very difficult for me to sit here and believe that these guys weren't fans of some NFL team if they have the mindset and the will to be an NFL uh, referee. Why would they want to be in the sport if they weren't attached to the sport in some way? It's like me saying, you know what, I want to go uh, watch a tennis match. I don't like tennis. I don't play tennis. I couldn't. I know who Serena Williams is. I know who her sister is. But it doesn't mean I know the game. I wouldn't want to go and sit and watch a mm-hmm. ball go back and forth for four hours. I don't want to do that. I mean, that's not a job that I would want to do. I don't care how much they pay me. I don't know the sport. And I don't like it. So to find somebody that doesn't like the sport and doesn't root for one team or another is bullcrap, especially the NFL. Well, this will just be something that the NFL have to address because otherwise you can have angry fan bases demanding change and, 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 and owners. 
Yeah, I, I think know. Austin would have to come down to an owner and teams revolting, which probably won't happen. But that's the extent of where something would need to be passed in the passed in the event. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to have to be something's going to have to happen. I mean, I know those refs make a ton of money. Now, granted, you know, it's it's all based off of tiers and how long they've been in the league and tenure and everything else. But when you get these 10, 12, 14, 15, 20-year guys, they're making a ton of money, dude. They make more than some NFL players make, mm. to, especially when they get into the playoffs. So Yeah, there's a you lot know, of money being made. A, yeah, if you're going to miss a play that costs a team a Super Bowl, you should be fined. If you're going to find the player $20,000, $30,000, the rest should be fined as well. That's just my opinion. Or... They should have like kept with what they did with supposedly we're going to do with Jeff Triplett in the 2013 playoff game with the Chiefs after he blew all those calls for us to make us lose that game in the second half. They said he could never referee another playoff game as long as he's a ref. Where was he at in 2017? Refing the damn Chiefs playoff game. And what happened? The exact same thing that happened in 2013. Only we were, only, we were there was a four point difference between what we were up in 13 versus what we were up in 17, and we lost again by a point or two points or whatever it was. I think it was 28, 27 or whatever it ended up being, and it was the exact same scenario as it was in 13. The difference was that Jeff Triplett had his email pulled up as he's walking off the field, and as soon as he hit the tunnel, he hit send and sent off his retirement paperwork. And then that was it. That was the end of that line. Because he made yeah. enough money during his career, not just from the NFL, but from other avenues, to be able to stockpile a bunch of cash away and retire and walk away fine. So I don't want to hear that. I, I get really tired of hearing that these refs are not fans and they're just biased people out there. That's not true. It's not true. It can't be true. I don't care who you are. It's impossible for these refs to not be fans of any team in the NFL. It's virtually impossible. And to go by any other standard or any other rule is bullshit. I'm sorry, but it is. And I've seen horrible, horrible calls, especially over the last two years. It's gotten three years. It's gotten really bad. But I mean, this started with, and I'm going to say this, and it may be an unpopular opinion, but a lot of this started with the New England Patriots from 2000 on. We didn't have these same issues in the 90s, in the 80s, in the 70s. Those issues didn't exist like they do now. They just didn't. I'm sorry. I was watching those games. No, you had a few mistakes. You had a few here. You had a few there. But you didn't have multiple mistakes every game. Blink, yeah. Yeah, it, it's not... It's just not feasible to say that that's a true statement. It's just not. So something's going to have to be done with this. And, you know, like just like last night when you and I were, I think it was you and I that were going back and forth on Twitter about that game. Mm-hmm. You know, I even put in there, oops, I forgot. How about this one, NFL officiating? Because <laughs> they completely missed that one. You know what I mean? And it was so blatant. Yeah, it, it's getting irritating, man. But what can we do? But just looking at this game between the Chiefs and Saints, Travis Kelsey has 1,250 yards. I think he needs like 130 more or about 120 to have the all-time record for a tight end in a season. Do you think he's going to break it this game or do you think he's going to break it by the end of the season? Who? Who'd you say? Kelsey. Sorry, Travis Kelsey. Is he going to break the record? 
Do you think he's gonna break break it next game, or is it gonna take it take it take him until the end of the season? He's got 104 yards left. Is that right? Yes. It's like anywhere between 100 and like 100. Sorry, I think it's like 120 yards he needs in order to break the record. I, I got to be honest with you. I think he's. I got a strange feeling he's gonna do it this game. Um, okay. The reason I say that is is because so far nobody's been able to contain him. I think he's had like a record-breaking number of 100-yard games this season. I don't know how many he's had exactly, but he's at 1,250 yards right now. And that's in, what, 12 games? Yeah, 13 games. 13 games. yeah he has 1,250 yards in 13 games. So if you break that down, that's over 100 yards a game. So... I have a really hard time believing that he won't break it this game. I got a feeling if he doesn't break it in this game, he'll be so close that it'll take one catch for him to break it the following game. I think it's very possible, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah, I think they're going to be, he's going to break that record. Because last year it was like, oh, Kittle, or last year, the year before, oh, Kittle has the record. Oh, Kittle. No one's studying Kittle. No. This is Kelsey. And for all people who want to say, Darren Waller is the best tight end in the league. I don't know what you're talking about. And for people to co-sign, I'm like, at this point, if you're Combs co-signing it, it makes no sense. Well, and I got to say, was... that was comical, man. I'm sorry, but that was funny. I think he was messing with people, but... <laughs> well, that wasn't but... him. That was his agent. No, I girl... said, but he liked the tweet, and I'm pretty sure he was messing with people, though. Because he was firing back at people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was, He was just jacking around. He wasn't serious about that. No, and, and you know, I made fans. a comment too when you said that. Now that you say that, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's funny. You're good. Because some guy said, why did McCole Hartman like that tweet? And I said, did you not see that girl? That's and, his agent. And he goes, what? And I said, not only is it his agent, pull up her profile pic. McCole's single. She's hot. I don't know what else to tell you. But... She knows, and she even put posted it afterwards. She goes, uh, something about her mention. She goes, I love y'all anyway. be destroyed or something like Yeah, that. exactly. She knew it. And well, the whole thing I was, thought it was funny, though, because Chiefs fans were, like, flipping out. And someone said, what would happen if Mahomes retweeted something that said Tom Brady is the best quarterback? Oh, he said we would have Chief fans running the road screaming. Oh, my God. I mean, God. to that degree. Yeah. <laughs> it's so comical. But and you know what? She's being is. a... She's trying to be a good agent, and I'm and not going to say uh, yeah. she did anything wrong. She's trying, you know, I think it says his contract year, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. It could be coming up, it's or he may be trying to get so. an extension. So if that's the case, then she's being a good agent, and she's putting it out there for other teams to see. Because I'm going to tell you right now, Waller is damn good. He's uh, matching him as our tight end, too. We really need a tight end too right Man, now. If we can I'm sorry, but him, Kaiser isn't dude, getting oh it done. God. Kaiser is not getting it done. No, as much as I like what, the if guy, we had Waller that on the other side. Woo. Bro, if we had Waller on the other side of Kelsey, oh Woo. my God. Well, then I that mean, brings the question. What's wrong with Ricky Seals Jones? I mean, he's been inactive all year. I, I don't know. I don't he's I know he had an injury. I don't know exactly what the injury was. But that's past. I know. I don't know why they're not playing him. I don't know what they're. I don't know what's going on with them. I really don't. I mean, I, I haven't heard anything. Um, to be honest with you, I haven't even asked. But it, it it comes down to a point where I think a lot of these players that the Chiefs brought in, and I'm not going to say Bell is one of them, but there's other players that the Chiefs brought in that have been inactive or put on IR 
or whatever the other case is, it, 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 it's a security blanket. And you need those security blankets. And that's the one thing yeah, that we've do. never had. We've never had the well, security blanket. So mm-hmm. well, now we do. Yeah, I see what you're saying. What happens if Kelsey gets injured? I mean, will Kaiser be able to get it done? Obviously, he's been they have to pull to seals off the. They have to pull put seals active. What's I mean, seals going to do? I mean, he hasn't been able to be active, though. That's kind of concerning. Know. Yeah, it's so a scary thing. That's one thing. They have to really good look at a tight end, too. Because I know people didn't like Demetrius Harris because he would drop the easiest catches, but he would catch the most difficult balls. But you might have to maybe go that route again, possibly. I know people don't like that, but you got to find a, a decent tight end out there that can help. Because, like you just said, man, security breakers are important. And Travis Kelsey is Mahomes' security blanket. Yeah, he is. I mean, there's no doubt. Um, it's it's it. I guess that you know the fact that Kelsey's only had that really one injury, and he does a very good job of keeping himself safe. Um, I think they have a lot of confidence in him. He's mm-hmm. he's bulked up this year, and he, well, I say he's bulked up. He's leaned down, but he's gained more muscle. He looks thinner. He's faster than he was last year. He's faster than I think this year than he has been over the last five years. To be honest, I agree. With um, I think that they have a lot of confidence in his abilities and the fact that he hasn't been injured, so they're going to continue the way they are. Now you're right. Uh, what's his face? Isn't it Kaiser? He's not doing his job. I mean, uh, he's just not. I don't know. Just uh, pro- not, there hasn't been much productive productivity. I mean, he's dropped a couple. Yeah. I mean, I know he's dropped a couple catches. He's fumbled. I mean, there's. I remember what I don't know. It was last from the game before, but blocking was a really issue, uh, an issue, and he was only one. But I just noticed like he was really struggling. Yeah. He. I don't know what if it's just playtime or if it's jitters or, or I don't know what it is I don't know what it is with him um, but he, he's not been as productive as we would like um, I, and he may be in there sometime as more of a blocking tight end than he is anything else for different schemes or different plays I don't know um, I mean but, a touchdown could come his way but it's just kind of looking like we don't really have a tight end to, to that we are uh, how I say this, that we are in love with that we know who will be able to help Give us a decent amount of production. Yeah, there's more. no, but you, it's, it's not like, gonna no one's going to be Travis Kelsey. No. But the thing is, like, you're just concerned due to injuries that can happen because we've seen them teams get knocked out of an injury. Well, I got to tell you, out of the, the 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 tight ends that are in the game today, in my opinion, you got three top tight ends. You got Travis Kelsey, you got Darren Waller, and you got Mark Andrews. And in my opinion, those are the three top tight ends in the football right now. Mm-hmm. Kittle is not. In the top three, I'm sorry, well, he's but he's, in, yeah, he's been injured all year. I, I know he has, but you got to look at it from a different perspective. I look at it like this, okay? Waller is a go-to guy, but yet they do have other wide receivers that can catch the ball. You know, in in uh, Las Vegas, you know they 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 can spread the ball around if they need to. Um, I look at Mark Andrews; he is also a security blanket for Lamar Jackson, but in the same aspect, he also has other people he can throw the ball to. Exactly. But when you look at Travis Kelsey and you also look at how our scheme is molded, we throw to eight, nine different people a game. And Kelsey is still leading the league in reception yards. Everybody eats. Yeah. 
and yet everybody eats. So I think if you got one of those two guys, I know there's no possibility either one of them are happy in their situations. So I wouldn't be happy if, if I was playing for the Raiders. I don't think anybody would be at this mm-hmm. point. But if you're one of those guys, and I wouldn't be happy if I was in, uh, playing for the Ravens right now. I got to be honest. I mean, they're I, struggling. I just, they're I mean, struggling. Yeah, they had that Monday night winter, thriller, but other than that, they've been having an up and down season. They have. You know, I mean, you got fraud <clears throat> teams out there that are just not legitimate playoff contenders to a degree. The Pittsburgh is one of them. They, I'm telling you right now, Pittsburgh is going to fall fairly quick. I still believe they got another loss coming this year before this before the playoffs even hit. I think they have another loss, at least one coming. They are not the team everybody thought they were. The Washington football team beat them. They exposed them. They exposed them. And when you say exposed and I say exposed, that was exposed. When somebody says, oh, we exposed Patrick Mahomes and he only threw for 397 yards, you That's didn't expose exposed. shit. <laughs> All I'm right. sorry, but they ain't nothing exposed about throwing 397 yards. Okay, he threw a few picks in a game. That's going to happen here and there. Don't freak out because he still threw for two touchdowns, and he's got five picks on the year. And 30, what, three or 35 touchdowns? Yeah, 33. 33 yeah. and five. Yeah, so, okay, he's never been exposed. He's just not been exposed. I'm sorry. You can't expose that man. You can say whatever you want. People can say this to the they turn blue in the face. He's never been exposed. Pittsburgh was exposed. When the Washington football team comes in, now I'm not going to say that they're a horrible team in every aspect because they have Alex Smith and they have some good wide receivers and they got a good running back. But their defense has not been, I mean, they're I think they're ranked 28th or 29th against the run. I think they're ranked somewhere in the same range against the pass, but yet they shut Big Ben's ass down. And in my opinion, they're a fraud team. I'm going to say it. It is what it is. As far as the Ravens are concerned, they're good in spurts against certain teams, but they don't have what it takes to get to. They're in the hunt right now for a playoff spot. They're in the hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not in a wild card. They're not sitting in a wild card spot right now. They're in the hunt. Now, with that loss last night with the, again, with, for the Raiders, that may have bumped them up a notch, but they're still not in that, okay, well, we're locked in. You know, we're, we got a wild card spot. They don't have that. And that's, you're talking about the MVP of the league last year and the same players, basically, but yet they still haven't done what everybody expected them to do this year, which was run the table, beat everybody on the planet. Lamar was going to be, you know, the prolific passer and Mm. everything was going to be fantastic. It's not that. And it's not because of his COVID because he wasn't that great before he got it. So, I mean, we, we kicked, you know, we ripped the pants off those boys and, that was after a game that I think that we lost, if I'm not mistaken. We lost against the Raiders and came back and kicked their ass. Is that right? Are you talking about the Ravens? Because we the played Ravens, the yeah. Chargers and then the Ravens. Yeah, the Chargers. and we. I mean, that was a close game with the Chargers. We beat them, but it was close. And then we just come back and just, you know, we whipped the dog shit out of them. So, 
we have to realize and fans out there, you guys have to realize that we can't get down on our football team or our players because of a close game. Divisional games are always going to be close. Well, it's going to happen. I mean, always the gonna, Chiefs, it's going to happen. Like you just, yeah. Divisional games are always the hardest, as you've always have said. Yeah, it doesn't make any difference how bad a team is in your division. Every division has those games every year. The only division, the only team that I can say that didn't for a long time was the was the Patriots, except for Miami. Miami was their nemesis team. Mm-hmm. And I think that was almost by design because it looked like, especially towards from really about 2008 on, it was like, okay, this is starting to get ridiculous now. How are they beating every team on the planet and... Tom Brady's a mediocre quarterback that's throwing for 275 yards a game and a couple touchdowns or 250 yards a game, sometimes less. It it they had good defenses, you know, sporadically throughout those years. Right now they're struggling to a degree that it's a little bit mind-boggling to me because Belichick is so good at what he does, but mm-hmm. then you also have to look at they lost their defensive coordinator. There's a lot of players that they don't have on the team that they had in prior years. And Brady's not the only thing they're missing. Gronk was really good during the time he was there, but he's not Gronk anymore. Okay, he's just not. He's proven that this year. Brady's proven exactly what everybody I knew from day one. He stayed with one team as the 17th highest paid quarterback in the NFL, but had nine Super Bowls that he went to and won six. I don't give a shit how much money my wife makes. If I am that good and I know that I'm that good, I'm going to either ask for the money that Alex Smith and Jimmy Garoppolo and that shitty ass Kirk Cousins just got, or mm-hmm. I'm walking to another team and I'm going to make them just as good as the Patriots are. Yeah. He walked to another team because they let him go and he has not proven that he is the elite quarterback. And everybody's saying, oh, well, no, he's old now. He's old now. Okay, but when he got to the Bucks, they were the front runners for the Super Bowl. They were. Well, They everyone gave them as the front of the Super Bowl. They yeah. gave them a look at the Chiefs. Oh, we forgot what they did. I mean, that's yeah, basically they, kind of what we went down to. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. It's, it's pretty insane to think about how, you know, it, 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 I know it's a business, and I understand that ratings are everything when it comes to this business, but ratings also can decline just as quickly as they can pick up. That's true. When it comes to just like boxing. Okay, boxing went downhill for a long time because of all the... It was fixed. There was a lot of stuff that was going on during certain years, you know, especially through... After the 90s, really. It kind of, During the late 90s and then into... On, boxing doesn't have the reputation that it had. Not, I mean, I used to watch everything Mike Tyson ever did. If he was fighting, I was watching it. I've seen every one of his fights 10 times. And I will go back and watch his fight again. But... It's not the same anymore. Boxing's revenue and their their ratings have dropped tremendously because of being fixed. Weirdly enough, you look at this fake-ass WWE shit, and their ratings are through the roof. They're still like, everybody knows it's fake. Everybody knows that none of that's real. But yet, their ratings are high because there's these certain group of people, and I will leave it at that, that just enjoy watching fake wrestling and they think that's real. They actually believe in their mind. You're just hoping this doesn't happen to the NFL where games are being fixed. Exactly. I don't want that to happen. 
and you know that it has. I mean, it's it. There's no possibility that it hasn't happened from 2000 to 2018. There's no way that that didn't happen, or 2017. I'm gonna put it that way. Mm-hmm. There's no That's way it didn't happen. So, I I. I I think it slowed down. I think people started to realize it. It, it came out too many times with the fines for um, all the cheating and everything else that the Patriots did. And the NFL finally said, well, you know, maybe it's time we better slack off on this a little bit. And that's what they did. And it's proven right now. They're letting people put Tom Brady in the dirt and they're not calling for it. Mm-hmm. You know, so... It's very strange to me, and it's something that somebody said last week on the show, is that that was a Brady call, okay? But here's the thing. Those calls ended the second he walked out of Gillette New Stadium. England. Yeah. So that's kind of strange to me that that happened. You know, because now Brady gets buried in the dirt, and nobody says a damn thing. If he gets clobbered, and, 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 and I guess the whole rule of uh, body weight on a on a quarterback has gone out the window as well because that's it's a bad call. It's, it's a bad call. You can't it stop is. players from falling over. You can't. You can't stop that. Um, I noticed this year also before we wrap this up is that as far as kickers are concerned, you know, when somebody's kicking the when a kicker's kicking the ball or punting the ball or whatever you want to call it, and they get brushed, the whole acting that they used to do about falling down, mm-hmm. holding their knee, and all that other crap, and then it got a penalty. I don't know if I've seen maybe I think I did see one where there was a roughing the kicker call, basically. It's not as much this year. Nowhere near as much. But you know, they they're they're allowing certain things to happen that shouldn't be happening, like the holding and the pass mm-hmm. interference and stuff like that. But yet they're not calling the things that should be called. I mean, I don't know how to explain how irritating it is, but it is what it is. You can't change it right now. Hopefully they'll work on it, you know, next year and the year after and get this thing fixed because yeah. I guarantee you if it's Mahomes, people can say what they want. Yeah. He's the golden he's child. He's getting calls. To be honest, he has been getting some calls. He has. I mean, there's been a few. They're been warranted though. They're, they're they were warranted calls. calls. They weren't the Chris Jones brushing Tom Brady's arm and it was, you know, roughing the passer. You know, Mahomes gets a face mask. Yeah, they're going to call it. You know, or if he gets hit three seconds after he throws the ball. Yeah, they're going to call it. Mm-hmm. But Brady, if you were, if you stepped on his toe, it was roughing the passer. You know, it just, I don't know, man. It's just frustrating to me. Uh, last I night kind of did me a little bit. You know, last night was rough, you know, watching that game. Yeah, man. The Raiders deserve to lose that game. I'm sorry they did. But um, their their defense is horrid. They got a horrible defense. All their um, one goal was to beat the Chiefs, and they did that. Yeah, they got their Super Bowl out of the way, so, I mean, that's all that mattered. And now, math, math, I mean, it's so strange because last night I could have swore that they needed to win out. In fact, everybody, if you listen to Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, you might as well be talking to a door. But both of them guys said, well, they have to win out. This game is so important, blah, blah, blah. And then about two minutes are left in the game, and then he goes, well, mathematically, the Raiders are still in it. Yes, they are still in it. Yeah, they are. Mathematically, but the, the mathematics behind it are virtually impossible. Virtually impossible. It's a 99.99% chance 
that they can't get in the playoffs and they won't get in the playoffs. Mm. That's how the math works to, for them to get in. I mean, it would take every other team in the AFC to lose out and them to win the last two games before they would get in the playoffs. That's what it would take. It's not going to happen. So they might as well just write their schedule this year off and hope and pray. Well, I don't know how many draft picks they have for this next upcoming year, but they need to write the rest of the season off and just move forward on to next year. One thing I will say is Mariota might have just took Eyeliner's job. Uh, I, <laughs> you said Eyeliner. Oh, man. You can't you give Derek Carson respect, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you, though. I think his job, it honestly, is take him because Mariota's a much more versatile quarterback. Oh, fast, elusive. Much more versatile. And he can take the hits. I mean, he's, dude, he chased down. When he threw that interception, he was the one that stopped the guy from scoring. Yeah. Nobody else could stop him. He threw a badass block on that dude. He just put him down. Mariota, I'm sorry, but the guy has been shunned, and it's sad that he was, and became a backup. He should not be a backup in this league. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league that are worse than him, that are starting right now, a.k.a. Kirk Cousins, a.k.a. Derek Carr. Mariota's a better quarterback than both of those guys. I'm sorry, but he is. And he should be starting somewhere. And hopefully that game last night will solidify the fact that he is a starting quarterback and next year some team will need him and the Raiders are stupid and let him go. I don't think so, man. I think Gruden might make the decision. I think we also have a QB controversy because, hey, if the Raiders get to a plus of one, one game, I don't know because they said Derek Carr has out to 10 to 14 days. He has a, a severe strain. It's a groin strain, right? Yeah, groin strain. Well, 10 so to 14 days to Mariota's plan. Yeah. You're going to be playing at least for these next two games. Well, I tell you what, if he wants to prove something and win a game, I hope he does. Because not for the Raiders' sake, because I can't stand them. I mean, if there's any team in the league that I hate more, there isn't. They are the, the team that I hate more than any other team in the league. But I want to see Mariota actually make something of himself. Because he was a good quarterback to begin with. He had a rough year. He got replaced. And then he was cut. And I think that was a stupid mistake. In my opinion, I think he's a good quarterback that should be starting in this league. And I think he can do the job the right way. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I'm sorry, but he, he's just been kind of shunned. I mean, it may be unpopular opinion, but it is what it is. Uh, there's, there's quarterbacks out there that are struggling immensely every week, week in and week out. And he's sitting on the bench with a clipboard. Yeah. And he proved last night he could play. You're so, not wrong. I don't know, man. Um, I'm surprised, to be honest with you, after the, you know, the Raiders lost four out of the last five games after we beat them, which happens every time we beat them the second time. They go straight downhill. Sometimes it's the first game we do it to them, but it's usually the second game that they just go straight under. And he, in my opinion, I think Gruden should have made that move prior to now. Prior to an injury, I should say, to put Carr out of the game. And yeah, I called him eyeliner. I don't care what anybody says. The dude's got tattooed eyeliner on. There's no way he doesn't have eyeliner on. Have you not seen his face? Yeah. He wears eyeliner. Every time that she's played the Raiders, I always see that. People always talking about Derek Carr. That's just weird. But anyway, I don't know if he's gothic in his like, you know, personal life. I don't know what it is. But No, no, I understand. 
It's weird to me. He's just but a anyway. quarterback. I mean, he's, he's a he's weird guy. Man. He wouldn't have made it if he's the good. It just shows you that he's a good quarterback, but he's not. This may not be the best system for him. But you know what? Whatever happens, it'll work out for him. Well, hopefully. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, you and I both got blocked by his brother, so it is what it is. But yeah, uh, you know, and I don't know. I'm still I think trying to understand how that happened, but oh well. Well, I don't know. He was making a comment. I remember when it happened because he made a comment about the Raiders going to the Super Bowl with his brother the year that Mahomes took us to the ASC championship game. And he made numerous comments about that. And I think you and I both kind of made a little bit of a joke, you know, made light well, of the situation. Actually, it wasn't his brother. Derek Carr actually blocked us. Actually, well, Derek Carr. not. His oh, well, brother. I got blocked by Derek, but I got blocked by his brother first. Oh, uh, okay. But I told, and I didn't say anything negative. I just said, are you, do you really, are you really saying this as a truthful thing or are you just trying to pump up your brother? I'm just asking because I know that you were basically a backup when they won the Super Bowl and you got a ring, but when they announce you as an analyst, Super Bowl winning David Carr, okay, well, you didn't really win a Super Bowl. You were kind of just standing there, but regardless, mm-hmm. you had you that put chip the work in. He's got the chip he on his shoulder. You know, he did hold that thing and he held it well. Um, and the mic fitting, you know, the headset fitting very well. I'll give him that. The headset fit very well. But Eli Manning won that game. So I don't know. I don't know where the arrogance comes from, um, from him. I really don't. I don't know why he's, David is so arrogant, but he really puts a lot of emphasis on his brother winning a Super Bowl. And he doesn't have what it takes. I'm sorry, but he just doesn't. He gets flustered. Um, I don't know any other way of saying it. He He's he's one of those guys, it's kind of like Lamar Jackson. If you get Lamar Jackson down by 10, 15, 10, 12 points, 14 points. It's hard to get it back. Into- he ain't going to get it back. And Carr's kind of the same way. He starts rushing the passes. He stands in the pocket way too long, way too long. And then he gets clobbered or he throws, you know, just off cue crazy passes. And I don't know, man, when he, when I saw Mariota trotting out on the field last night, I thought, oh shit, this is going to be, I was actually a little worried that he was going to come back and win the game, to be honest with you. I mean, he honestly, he had all the potentials there. Yeah, he did. I mean, I think if, you know, their defense was better, they probably could have won that game with Mariota in there. Um, because it was, you know, I mean, it was a close game at the end. But I'm going to give every all the props to Herbert right now because that kid's playing lights out mm-hmm. for just getting tossed into the system. That's and true. you're going to see the Chargers are going to be a legit football team if Anthony Lynn can get some people out of the draft. And as long as they're smart enough to keep him on board. Because everybody has to remember, he was stuck with Phillip Rivers. Okay, and Rivers, I'm sorry, he just doesn't finish. And... He throws a lot of baby fits and other things, but um, now he has an opportunity to build something. He's got a great rookie quarterback that's got a rocket for an arm and is pretty damn accurate and can take a hit. So they need to build on that and let Anthony Lynn give him a shot to build on what he's got because he hasn't had this yet. Just my opinion. I agree. So, you know, I don't know. Well, we'll see what happens, man. Um, what's your prediction for the game, bro? I think the Chiefs are going to end up winning. I think the score of this game is going to be 
34 Chiefs. I'm going to say 28 Saints. I think wow. it'll be 34-28. I also wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs lose this game. I'm just going to put that out there. But I think the Chiefs are going to win up 34-28. Do you really think it's going to be that close? Yes. And then they're not going to show everything. Well, they may not show everything, but I don't know if it's going to be that close, man, because you got no Michael Thomas. You're not going to have Drew Brees in there. And they've got a few other players that are starters that are on the, uh, you know, that aren't playing. I don't know, man. I I mean, only why I've seen them win by a lot more is if Taysom Hill's run the entire game. And by that point, I think the Chiefs will win the San by pretty much the same amount they beat the Ravens earlier in the season. Okay. Well, That's I'm gonna just go, my opinion. Okay, well, I'm going to go a little different. I'm going to say 34-17 Chiefs. Um, I don't think that... Um, I don't think... I don't think they can score more than 17 points on us okay. right now. Um, I don't think they have the offensive... Now, I'm not going to say Kamara is not going to be out there, but... I don't think they have the offensive power to put up many points right now. And if Breeze doesn't play at all, um, it's going to be a rough day for them. I predicted them to be, I mean, I predicted them to be the NFC team with Breeze being injured. And if he doesn't come back, I mean, there's no way he's a hundred percent right now, dude. He broke 11 ribs. That's impossible. It takes a minimum, minimum of three months, three months for your ribs to completely heal. And you can't breathe. He punctured, I think he punctured a lung with one of them. Mm, So there's no possibility he's 100%. It's just virtually impossible. So I don't know how or why they would want him out there. I wouldn't want to take that chance. Just in case he comes back next year. I do think this might be his last year, but... If he does decide to come back next year, I wouldn't want him to come back or take the chance of running him. I just wouldn't. Well, and this is a chance that they have to go Super Bowl. I mean, this is their best chance. It is. It really is right now. I mean, it, it sucks, you know, that he got injured the way he did. And I really was kind of hoping for that because I really thought it was going to be the Chiefs and the Saints this year. Um, right now, the way it's looking, it might be the Saints and, I mean, I'm sorry, the Chiefs and the Packers. Yeah. You know, so... I don't know, you know, how well they're the Packers are going to do in the playoffs, but they right now. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I think, has forty touchdowns. Um, he's playing pretty well, and he had, he does have one extremely good weapon. And um, is it Devontae Adams? Yeah, Devontae uh, Adams. For yeah, Packers. and he's a great weapon. I'm not going to take that away from him, but. Uh, I don't know how well they'll do in the playoffs. I just don't. It's a different atmosphere. Yeah, it'll be interesting, man. So, um, but we both had the Chiefs winning. It's just a difference of, and I just feel like the Chiefs. They, I just don't think they're going to win by that much, unfortunately. But well, who knows? Yeah, we never they could know, lose man. this game too. They could. I mean, they can lose any. There's not a game. There's not a week that goes by that any team can win or lose. I mean, it's just it is what it is. You can lose any time you you know any week you play any game you play you can absolutely lose. I just feel like we do so much better at the end of the season, especially with records right now that are teetering on 
breaking, you know, with Kelsey and Mahomes right now. And then you also have to throw in Tyreek Hill, which is going to probably, you know, he's got a couple records he can break right now. I think they're going to come out and play their best football in the next two games because they need to solidify that number one seed and they need to get their minds in that playoff atmosphere immediately. So I think you're going to see a, a, a pretty strong outing by our team, especially I think our defense is going to turn it up, but we're going to see. Um, I think our defense is going to be pretty strong in this game. And I think they're going to be pretty strong the rest of the season, but I think yeah, they turn up this time during the year. They do. And, you know, it's, it's just going to be a, you know, it's going to be uh, interesting for the next three games to see what happens. But this next game, I see, uh, I see us, uh, I see us winning this game, and I, I think it's going to be fun. Willie Rofe may not, you know, Willie Rofe may not like that answer, but um, it is what it is. Uh, I'll probably, maybe I'll hear from him, and he'll tell me what are you talking about. But <laughs> you know, um, you know, he he's a, you know, he loves both teams. He's I love Willie because he doesn't go against either one of them, and I know he wants, he would love to see the Chiefs and the Saints in the Super Bowl. That would be his like. I think that would be like the epitome of his football career, you know, is to see those two guys in the, mm-hmm. in the Super Bowl together. And I would like to see it. They deserve to be in it in 18 and we both got shunned for it. So all referees, but yep. it is what it is. What are you going to do? Hopefully we can get back there, man. We'll just see what happens. You're not wrong. Okay, guys. Remember we got that giveaway still going on and we got more giveaways coming. Um, keep retweeting. Keep following, and good luck to whoever wins because that's an awesome gift to have. And then we have one, two, three, four, probably four more coming up right after that. And then, everybody listen, when Chiefs Focus account hits 30,000 followers, you're going to get the best gift that you could ever want as a Chiefs fan for your man cave, garage, to put in a safe, Whatever the case may be, it's going to be a gift that keeps on giving. So start following. Tweet it out. Whoever listens to the show, keep retweeting to get those follower accounts up because we want to get to that 30,000 so we can do that next giveaway. With that being said, I think this has been a good show. I think I hopefully gave you guys some insight on what's going on. And uh, I know we did a lot of complaining about officials, but that's just irritating to me. Um, and I'll rant all night long about that if I have to, but, uh, when it all comes down to it, the rest can't even beat the Chiefs. They can't. They've, tr- they've tried. So right now we're in a, we're sitting in a great spot. What do you think, man? Closing, I agree, man. closing words. We're in a very great spot. And I think the Chiefs are going to hopefully take us to the Super Bowl. And as I said, said earlier, just take it one week at a time because many great things are coming. We just need to enjoy the ride. That's it. That's it. Oh, Hey, I want to give a shout out to Raider Cody. Oh no! How you doing, bud? <laughs> yeah, JP. I think he's trying to rebels mark mock draft still. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I know he's probably counting his draft picks next year. Um, I just wanted to give you a shout out and you know say I'm sorry that you your team sucks and um you're not in the playoffs. And, uh, better luck next year, buddy. Better luck next year and you know the year after that and the year after that. And I noticed, I did notice in your comments. Not that I follow you, but I did notice in your comments that you're starting to question the choices that Mark Davis made with John Gruden. 
pretty good thing to question. I mean, that is one of the most legitimate things that you've actually said. Um, I question that now because after three years, look at Miami. They're in the same spot. Miami's doing a great job and they're building off of what they had, which was a fire sale and a bunch of rookies. And they're probably going to be in the playoffs. Uh, I don't think you guys are. Just wanted to throw that out there, Raider. Cody. <laughs> um, enjoy the couch. I hope your show's doing well. And uh, we'll leave it at that. All right, guys. Um, keep retweeting. Keep following to get that gift and many, many more coming. Uh, enjoy the game. And we will talk to you Sunday night after the game. Thank Peace you, Chiefs out. Kingdom. <laughs>